Welcome to For Good Measure, an interview series celebrating diverse composers and other creative artists, sponsored by a grant from the California Arts Council. I'm Nanette McGinnis, Artistic Executive Director of Ensemble for These Times. Today we continue our interview with E4TT Audiovisual Project Specialist and For Good Measure co-producer and audio engineer extraordinaire, Stephanie M. Newman. So you perform and you write in a number of genres. Could you tell us about them? Do you think of them as separate worlds or do they kind of merge together? And do you prefer any of those worlds? Lately, my idea has changed on this, but a few years ago, I think they were very separate for me. I was just stepping in to play my classical saxophone solo repertoire which felt totally different when I'm picking up a ukulele and singing one of the songs I've written. My attitude also in those situations were very different. But uh, back to, I think, your question of the different genres. (laughs) (laughs) Classical. uh, I would say I'm a trained classical musician. That's what I did for years and years. And so that feels pretty natural to me to be in those settings actually I do like picking up my saxophone and playing the transcribe uh, the cello suites on saxophone or something <laughs> you know like um, because that that gives me a good feeling to do that but like I said as a saxophone player I was reaching for more contemporary stuff which led me to experimental music and less of that have to be perfect feeling sometimes. Mm-hmm. The more the stricture than the structure. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm writing more of that um, and perf- wanting to perform probably more of that. It feels a little bit more freeing. So you're really liking the experimental world. Yeah, I think I'm, I've ended up like falling into that. Yes, I'll still do classical stuff and, you know, I can go play for a wedding or something. And I enjoy it, but I think that it's giving me a a new challenge, a different challenge than classical music for sure. Um, So I'm doing more of that. And audio has been such a part of my life in different ways. So a lot of that is involved in what I'm writing, what I'm playing, um, fixed media things. And I still am playing and writing as a singer-songwriter and also trying to incorporate everything together somehow. (laughs) Steel pans, saxophone, voice. What else can I put in there and make a sound world? Electronics. So, Mm -hmm. Sound world that's your own. Yeah, yeah. And that's my new venture right now. (laughs) That's very cool. And you're finding it rewarding. Yeah, yeah. And... I like the idea of them all being influenced by one another. Mm-hmm. I can definitely tell that more now than I, I used to. And so in a way, I'm there is I can see more similarities or crossover that I wasn't really realizing when I was starting all these different types of ventures. <laughs> right. Talk about your compositional process, if you'd like. I have multiple uh, processes that I like to use. One that I think I enjoy a lot is writing electroacoustic 
music, mm -hmm. um, which incorporates all of the audio training and my interest. I'll go out and record sounds or you know, from around. It could be, you know, birds, bird song or or the ocean, a lot of nature. But it also could be the the refrigerator or that one fan in the bathroom that's just really <laughs> annoying. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to record this and see what I can do with this. And so I, I'll record it and then I'll sit down and create some sort of world with the sounds I've recorded and then try to figure out how to bring out the musicality of those recordings using musicians, but also. In contrast to that, not that it all has to be about the recordings, but what what kind of fits together? I like the subtlety of like a singer coming in or a or an instrumentalist coming in when there's this other pitch from a recorded sound, and you can barely tell which one it is. But then like bringing out certain aspects, either the acoustic instruments or the recordings and just playing around with that space a little bit in the sound. I, I enjoy that. So that's one main way I, I like to write using the sounds I'm hearing around me, the recordings as my inspiration. And then another thing I like to do is actually write game pieces, playing around with notation and using something else other than standard notation. Hmm. Like what? Like a piece. I printed out these mazes um, that they would have to go through with their eyes. And along the way, they would run into different letters that meant different things. You know, they started with a melody and they would play the melody over and over again with space in between. And then they would get to A, which told them that they needed to make everything really short. Or something. Oh, I see. How interesting. And so they run into A and they're like, oh, I got to change up. And now they're playing that same melody, but you're getting it in a different way or something. And now we are thinking about like eight of these people, you know, musicians playing this together. So it's interesting seeing where that is going to lead. That type of piece, the performance could be really different depending on who's playing it. Right. And it's been played by, there was a vocal group who's done it. There's like an electronic music computer group played it too so like that it's just it could be very different but um so something like that things with puzzles and lots of it's fun playing around with that mm -hmm. combining interests mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah so you use the game or the recorded sound as your generative idea that you take off from yeah that's yeah. cool yeah, so those are those are two ways I really like. And then um, other than that, as I was talking about um, with like the singer songwriter stuff, I'll just come up with melodies randomly and we'll just add instruments to it. It's fun for me. And then creating sound worlds. That's kind of the thread in all of these with my loop pedal or my loop station and recording myself and layering and playing around with different frequencies and all of that. It all kind of comes back to this love for sound and audio. Also, it sounds like the improvisational aspect and the aleatoric aspect, mm -hmm. um, that those really appeal to you. Yeah, 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 definitely. 
Thank you for listening to For Good Measure. And a special thank you to our guest, Stephanie M. Newman, for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast by clicking on the subscribe button and support us by sharing it with your friends, posting about it on social media, and leaving us a rating and a review. To learn more about E4TT, our concert season online and in the Bay Area, or to make a tax-deductible donation, please visit us at www.e4tt.org. This podcast is made possible in part by a grant from the California Arts Council and generous donors like you. Four Good Measures produced by Nanette McGinnis and Ensemble for These Times and designed by Brennan Stokes, with special thanks to co-producer and audio engineer Stephanie M. Newman. Remember to keep supporting equity in the arts and tune in next week for Good Measure.